0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds.
1: Lawrence! So lucky!
2: So, I gotta tell you guys about this awesome thing that I did. and I'm, I'm totally gonna toot my own horn because this is actually kind of cool. So, I'm walking down the street on so like in New York the avenues go north south and then streets go east and west.
0: Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell the story on the podcast?
2: I don't know, maybe I'll use this, but it I who knows how good I'll tell it, but <clears throat> so I'm walking down the street and I'm like I'm listening to one of my favorite songs Night Swimming by R.E.M. Do you guys listen to R.E.M.? No. No. They're good. I like R.E.M. And I'm just, it's just—it's basically just like it's just me and I kind of—I'm spacing out listening to the song because I love it so much, and then all of a sudden I see these two guys right by a van. I know this is a setup for something else, but I swear it's not. And they—and the only thing I see is like they're—they're they're crouched next to these, or they're standing next to these, like like these tall, uh, like rolled up uh, bubble wrap, I guess, or like, I I think they were protecting something like a lamp or something like that. So I'm walking kind of, you know, sort of half paying attention close to him. And this guy just suddenly picks up the, the styrofoam thing and like swings it over his shoulder. So, and without missing a beat, I don't know what came over me, but without missing a beat, I just very smoothly kind of ducked underneath it perfectly and missed me completely. And then sort, sort of just came back up. And one of the other guys kind of was seeing this whole thing, like, progress, and he thought I was going to get absolutely destroyed. And then I just, like, did this sick ninja move right underneath it. And he was, like, his mouth was open. He was so surprised. It was so cool. I felt like a badass for, like, five seconds. Did you almost get beat up? No, no, no. I almost got, like, accidentally hit in the face. But I, like... Someone threw stuff? Yeah, but then I, like, swooped underneath it like a a badass, you know? I don't know. I felt like James Bond. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Closest I've ever been to being cool So So what are we doing today What are we doing today Josh, what What are we doing today, tell me I don't know, All right. I'm out of the loop so today, we, we've been doing debates For the last few months, weeks might, I don't know You could even say that we're masters at it
0: We're master debaters if you don't mind me saying
2: Oh, what I agree, mean, good, good point
0: <sighs> We're
3: doing this I'm, today
2: okay, How's continue. the bottom of that barrel <laughs> It's looking good
3: all right. So, unlike the last, how many have we done? Three. Yeah. Okay. Unlike the last three debates, uh, I will not be participating today. Instead, <laughs> I will be moderating because I can't win, and I'm, I'm, I'm maybe I'm, I, I might be retiring at this point.
2: Oh, have you won? You haven't won one. No. Oh wow. <laughs> Holy shit, well, bro. Let's see. Let's yeah, see. If he. Uh,
0: let's see who he he dislikes more now. Yeah. For the revenge <laughs> section
3: of the play.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, Mason's
3: fighting an uphill battle right now, so. Uh, oh no!
2: You're, you need to be objection. You need to be I'll,
3: objective. I'll be. I will. I will. You're but not. You're sure, so you're not. Know. I will.
2: I'm. I'm. I have. am trumping this bad boy. If I lose, I have, it's fake news and you're I have rigged.
3: A, I have a certain rule to make it even harder for for, I guess for Cody. So. Good. All right. So, <laughs> today we're doing a new debate. Today today's debate is between two villains. One of them's iconic. One of them is probably going to be iconic at some point. And they are two Star Wars villains. They're called Darth Vader and Kylo Ren.
2: Oh, wait. I've been prepping for General Grievous. Hold on. Okay. okay. I we'll can do you. that fight. Let's do that my fight. Whole, I want my whole to do argument Grievous. is he has four lightsabers. No, yeah, he's okay. got a
0: billion memes. So, you man, he
2: me. coughs you. just like Cody. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> oh,
1: he, oh, he, hold on.
2: He so. uh, he le- he makes heroes give uh, awkward close-up uh, eyebrow stuff <laughs> shots, you know. <laughs> I mean, he has a freaking like you remember that South Park episode when Randy gets mad at the at the airplane, so he makes his own form of transportation, and he like sticks that thing up his butt. He's got yeah, one of it was those. Uh,
0: Mr. Garrison.
2: Oh, it was Mr. Garrison. That's right. I that's such a Randy thing to do though. But mm. no, he's not
0: gay. That, that's a not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs>
2: Hey, Seinfeld. That, that was a Seinfeld episode. Really? Yeah, that's like their, one of their catchphrases. Like, that was a whole... <laughs> that, you literally cited a whole thing of dialogue.
0: <laughs> I am George Costanza. Same. All right. Aren't we all?
2: But what are we debating?
0: All right, you guys
3: are debating two villains. Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, Cody is going to be defending Darth Vader. Oh, shit. Mason will be defending Kylo Ren. Brilliant. And the before... four... Before we get started, I have a set of this is the rules that I'm providing first. It's going to be pretty much it's going to be less like Cody's debate, more like the first one we did with Dumbledore and uh, what was it about the casting of Dumbledore? Yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah. which I totally won. Shut up. Neither of us won. Well, I I Um, won, but I I still won. No, I was closer. Um,
3: So, there's going to be one one specific thing to keep in mind for this this uh, debate, and that is that this is Darth Vader in episode four. Oh shit. And Kyla Ren in episode seven.
2: No. Fair. You know what? You open monster. it up. Monster. Open it up. I don't care. On, I don't need you I, want I, me to I can I'll I'll argue against all seven fucking movies. Bring it on. Okay, I mean, how, oh.
0: how about this? And you get um, Kylo Ren in all eight. Limit me limit me to uh, Empire. How's that? Is that fair?
3: I don't know if that's fair.
2: Eh I don't I don't care. You know what? Fuck it. Bring it. All right, you think you want that? Kylo Ren kicks ass. All right, at Empire's, me, at me, bro.
3: Empire, Empire Strikes Back, Vader versus Force Awakens, Kylo Ren. Sure. Whoever wants to go first, you can make your opening case.
2: Cody,
0: I defer to you. Just it's Darth Vader. What more do I need to say? It's the thing that the entire series is based around. No matter how you look at it, this whole crazy little thing called Star Wars is all about Darth Vader. So basically, what I'm saying is, without Darth Vader, in more than one ways, Kylo Ren wouldn't even exist to whine on screen.
2: Mason. Okay. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's honest. That's the sixth time I've heard that today. And uh, just so we're clear, so you can't, you won't phase me, bro. You can don't tase me, bro. Nor you can't phase me, bro. Um. I actually I do agree with you. I I do agree with you, Cody. I do I at least with some of it. I do I think it is interesting um the relationship that Darth Vader has to the Star Wars universe because this is ultimately a franchise about one person in particular and that's Anakin Skywalker. However, I am a big believer in the idea of aftermath. I think it is I think it's not as interesting who somebody is and what somebody does, than it is what something leads to. So let's take the atomic bomb for instance. Uh, just that was like the flashpoint, probably the most important scientifically, culturally, uh in a in terms of society thing that's ever happened ever in the history agree of the with world.
0: That. I would, I'd probably agree. If not the world, then definitely the history of the 20th century.
2: No, I, I I definitely think the world. I think that's the only thing that's caused a blip in the universe. And the, the idea of the atomic bomb is that things had gotten to a point so that we're just... Something dramatic had to be done. And Harry Truman made that decision. He dropped the bomb. But it's what has come afterwards which has really been... It's really shaped... Because Japan is still there. Their people still live in Japan. Japan hasn't gone anywhere. If anything, it's, it, it has done pretty well overall since. Like, they're culturally... Uh, just... Yeah, the, just really culturally, they've flourished. But what happened with the atomic bomb, and what happens with Darth Vader, is that it is the fl- it is a flashpoint. It is a, a, a lightning bolt where you can see the extra energy and the extra electricity permeate throughout its own universe and i think that's what darth vader does but to say that he's the most important part of the star wars universe does not make him the only important character of the star wars universe because ultimately it's who what people come in the wake of darth vader what pe- what do what's the universe like after in a post darth vader world and i think kylo ren embodies that he embodies the idea that at, of actions having consequences and people looking to leaders and i think he's a, I think overall he's a more interesting character because he is he is the direct descendant of of Dar- of the spirit and ideal an ideal like ideologically the spirit of darth vader and kind of what and his stamp on the universe. And Kylo Ren has had already had such an an, an immediately felt and wide ranging stamp on the state of the universe. And I think so he's has he? a much better character. Yes. So, yeah, I'll... Atomic Bomb and Star Wars, at me.
3: All right. These are both interesting opening arguments. Um, so, what I'm going to do is, and I should have said this before, for every, for, I'm giving a point to whoever wins each
2: argument. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Isn't that what Cody so did the, for Interstellar? I did, yeah. I did but points, you yes, can't yes, tell yes, us yes. what it is, like, well, if you won I'm, something.
3: I won't, I'm not. Good, I'm not. good. At the end, but before I get to my final question, I'm going to let you guys know how many points you have. Oh. You're, and you're going to tell me, and it's going to be a, uh, what's, what's it called? You're going to tell me how many points... You want to put up? Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, well, we'll get, that? we're gonna have to get to that because I have some questions. We'll get to,
3: but yeah. we'll, let's we'll get, get, we'll get, let's I'll get let rolling. You know, we'll get to it. Okay. All right. So, for my first question, which villain is more menacing physically and as a, like, as a, the way the character is written, or however you want to perceive that question? Uh, mate, Cody, you went first, so Mason, you can go
2: first this time. Which villain is more menacing? Let's see. Maybe it's the guy who has all of his arms and legs. Perhaps. I mean, let's let's take a leg. Let's take a leg and an arm count. Darth Vader has None. one. He's got one, and then a he bunch doesn't. of stubs.
0: No, he's got four artificial oh, okay. limbs.
2: I thought I thought he had an arm.
0: He caught that got caught off in episode two. Come on, know your fucking lore, dude.
2: No, but the, I, well, even then that's even more pathetic. Kylo Ren is a fully capable, fully bodied young sti- who a young and hungry villain who is out of his <clears throat> fucking mind. Darth Vader at the end of the day, even even in episode 5, Darth Vader is he's very cold, he's very calculating, but he is <laughs> if a little bit of wiring goes wrong, if he short circuits, he's donezo. Like he can't you can't tell me that a villain is more imposing when they are half machine and can barely move. Like, Kylo Ren, I mean, let's just take a look at I think two of the most important moments for these characters is when uh, when Darth Vader he's like in the and uh, forgive me, I I might be mixing up movies, but he's in like a sort of conference room and he chokes that guy. Is that episode 4 or episode 5? That's
0: an episode 4.
2: But, okay, well then I guess my point is that when, uh, in episode seven, when one of those little, uh, first order dudes like comes in and gives Kylo Ren the bad news, I mean, the guy, he literally can't control himself. He, as soon as something doesn't go his way, he, he rips out his lightsaber and just destroys a console for no reason. And then he, then if I remember correctly, he, he chokes a guy just for giving him the bad news for, and not because that they failed because of Kylo Ren's own inadequacies and I think that is terrifying. Somebody that is so deeply insecure and emotionally unstable to be given that kind of power. That terrifies me. Like Dar- Darth Vader at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he is like I said, he's he's cold, calculated, he's very smart, but he really can't do as much damage as he as Kylo Ren can. Like Kylo Ren is he's he, he's really scary and I mean Maybe I'm playing this card too early, but Kylo Ren killed his father. Darth Vader wouldn't even kill his son in episode 5. Like he let him he basically let him go. Like yeah, he cut his arm off, but he let him go. He let him off easy, and he didn't he didn't even have the balls to take somebody down who he knew was going to be a threat to him. Kylo Ren Han Solo was not a threat to him, but he killed him anyways. That's that's scary, that's terrifying. Kylo Ren way more formidable villain. Is it my turn? Yes. Yep,
0: Cody. So, it sounds to me, Mason, that you're getting unpredictability and menacing uh, mixed up. So, yeah, you can't tell what that guy's going to do, what Kylo Ren's going to do. He's he's scary because no one knows what he's going to do because he's unstable. I think that that's just – that's not menacing at all. That's just scary. When he says menacing, it just – You want someone who's cold and calculating, who knows what they're going to do, who knows what they want to do, who knows what their objective is. Kylo Ren is just, he's winging everything he's doing. And that's just, that's a sign of, one, unpredictability, like I've said. And just, what am I trying to say? He's just, he doesn't think ahead. And you can't be menacing if you're not thinking
2: ahead. Well, I, I think menacing is more of a state of being. I mean, just look back to the first scene when he walked out when after the first order arrived and he walked out of his out of his ship and the only man who would stand up to him he struck down and just look at the body language of some of the extras they're terrified because it's fucking Kylo Ren he's got the mask he's got the voice I mean it's just yeah he's he is he's
0: trying to be what Darth Vader is and he's failing most of the time. He's, he's probably heard stories about what Darth Vader did on his Death Star Destroyers and on the Death Star, and he's just trying to emulate that. Like, the choking the guy, that was just him trying to be like Darth Vader. He goes, oh, somebody messed something up. That means I have to kill them or punish them, even if they gave me the bad news, if they don't like it. I'm just, I got to be like Darth Vader because that's what I want to do. I'm, okay, I'm, so- I'm, I'm not my own character. I'm fucking trying to be Darth Vader.
2: Well, I think that speaks more to the, to, I think is much more scary is that Darth Vader in Episode 5 is a much older man. Like, how old is he in that movie? Like, 60? 50? In he's in his 40s. Kylo Ren, I don't, I, I don't know movie canon, but he can't, he's gotta be is he's, somewhere he's 29. between. He's what? He's 29. He's 20, really? Okay, didn't yeah. expect that. Okay, well, he's 29 years old. That is a much younger man. That is a man who is deeply conflicted and has been... What's the word? Um, Seduced by the dark side in a less dramatic way than Anakin Anakin slash Darth Vader was. Darth Vader was seduced because he was desperate and he wanted to keep uh, the ones that he loves. Kylo Ren was seduced by the dark side and by Supreme Leader Snoke just because he was susceptible and he was mentally weak. And I think it's much more menacing for somebody who is so desperately trying to cover up his flaws that he is as unpredictable and psychotic as Kylo Ren is in The Force Awakens. But here's
0: the thing. He's not even seduced by the dark side. He's not fully entrenched in the dark side until probably after he kills Han. And even after that, I'm, I'm not ruling out, ruling out he's going to turn back um, to the light side. Well, so he's the, the thing about Kylo Ren is he's trying to to be seduced by the dark side, but he's failing at it.
2: No, I th- I think he... at the end of episode seven, he gives himself away completely. I think that if I were, I think that's the point of no return for him. I don't think he he's gonna come back from that.
0: That's wildly debatable. Darth Vader killed hundreds of people too, including his best friend. So nobody's too far gone to come back. Well,
2: his best friend. I don't think he killed his best friend. His best friend gave him gave himself up. So he's I... trying to kill him
0: though.
1: Yeah,
2: maybe, <clears throat> but.
0: So, I'm still just stuck to uh, episode five, right? Yeah. Yeah. I could kill your entire fucking argument with row one right now. <laughs> I, mean,
2: I kinda Mason,
3: just, I kind of just mentioned okay, it. If Mason's okay with it. No, we,
2: we we've set the parameters of the argument. Uh, so. Are you sure? Are you sure now? You see, well, I, I offered. You said no. You wanted uh, to I just mean, keep the episode I'm okay five. To,
0: uh, I'm okay to go back on my word. I'm not that... I'll... I'll Say if I can use. I'll use other movies if you want me
1: to.
2: Well, even even if you want to take the Rogue One scene into consideration, that is a very that that is such a that's an enclosed space where Darth Vader really doesn't have to show off his physicality. Like, yeah, absolutely, that scene it has a sense of it. It is menacing in a way, but it's basically he he's not even there's not even an urgency to it. Like he knows what he has to get, and he still it only can only lumber along and get where he needs to go. Like, if Kylo Ren was there, you you really think that Kylo Ren, as 29 years old, in his prime, pissed off as all hell that he's been thwarted by the Rebels, wouldn't get immediately to the little thumb drive thingy and get it, and in the process, take a bunch of dudes out with his crossguard lightsaber? He well, the only done, problem with that is that, that, that Kylo Ren,
0: Kylo, Kylo Ren would have taken about 40 minutes to think about what Darth Vader would have done to them.
1: No,
2: he would. Yes, he, he would have. He would have as soon as he knew he... the situation was dire. Just like at the end of episode seven, when he sees Ray and Finn, and che- after Chewie shoots him and he goes after them, he was on the scene. He was ready to go, and he All was right. he was ruthless. All just right. like All he right. he would have been much more ruthless if he were in that ending scene in Rogue One.
3: All right, guys, we still got more, so let's wrap this up quick.
2: Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I Jordan, I anything, to say, anything so. else
1: to
3: say? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Get good. Uh-huh. So the next question: Of the two characters, which one would you say is more compelling and relatable?
2: I think you could probably just say, "How is your character more compelling and relatable?" <laughs> well, Cody, go go ahead. and
0: relatable. I mean, they're both. Unfortunately, they they do follow very similar uh, arcs and have very similar uh, problems that they're associating with themselves with. Um, People do stupid things for the ones they love. That's why Darth Vader's a lot. He's, he's very relatable in that sense. is that he's, he's making these decisions based on the fact that I might be able to save my wife, which, personally, I've never been married, in case you were wondering. Um,
1: I care about people.
0: <laughs> I care about people. I would do stupid things if it came down to it, probably. I, I think so and it's just he's probably one of the most human villains ever ever written in film especially i mean i don't know you're going to say this but the, the prequels actually help my case here <laughs> his backstory is tragic unlike mr Wrens
1: mm.
0: and he's just he's doing something for the one he loves he's got out of he Lost his way while doing so, but the love of another person brought it back, brought him back to where he's supposed to be. And That's where I'm at. You go ahead.
2: All right. I think that the key to Kylo Ren and the reason that why he is much more what you said relatable and what compelling. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll hit on relatable first because he's relatable because. We, I think, because we see Kylo Ren's face, I think that is a huge component. Like, yeah, there's, Darth Vader is one of the few characters, along with, I would say, V from V for Vendetta, even though you do get to see him in action a little bit more, and maybe Bane from The Dark Knight Rises, even though you do get to see him in action a little bit more, you know, unmasked or whatever. But I think the reason that Kylo Ren is so um, sympathetic and compelling and relatable, especially, is that he doesn't look like a super... He doesn't look like a villain. I mean, that scene... One of the things I love about The Force Awakens, especially, is how they portray their villains as... Granted, we haven't seen Captain Phasma, but they're just... It's it's so... It's crushing how young these people are. And that scene when Kylo Ren takes his mask off... I mean, if I hadn't been consciously aware of Adam Driver and of the the behind-the-scenes photos or whatever... Uh, I would probably be expecting that scene when Kylo Ren takes his helmet off. Somebody that's cut up and just gnarly looking, and some like a shell of a man. But it's it, no, it's just this. It's this young-looking face where, like, I I don't I have I don't know people that look like Adam Driver, but it's just he's got his. I think the the face is such a is such a key component to him as a character because he is so just horribly young really and it's just it's sad that somebody who is who looks that innocent can fall down such a deep and dark kind of uh rabbit hole i suppose and i and i think we can all relate to that because you know everybody millennium falcon just arrived uh (laughs) i think everybody everybody has a dark side that we deal with i mean I, i i don't know I mean, I guess I say I would say I can't speak for everyone, but I kind of can. Like that's just a part of being a person is that you do have bad thoughts from time to time, and you do want to. You know, there are situations where you just would lo- love nothing more than to hit somebody. And I think he, I think he speaks to that. Whereas Darth Vader, throughout Episode Five, he's he's interesting. He is he's a presence. He is a he is a he's a force. <laughs> But I don't. I really don't think he's a character that you can really sympathize or compel with because you just don't know much about him. I think we do get a lot. We know a lot more about uh, about Kylo Ren, and I think that his situation is a lot more relatable.
3: Okay. All right. This is the second to last argument you guys are going to make. Good. Me to Which character has a bigger impact on the films they're in?
2: Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. You went first. Yeah. Yep. A bigger impact on the film that they're in. Well, this movie is essentially a scavenger hunt. So I do. Th- I think. Um, I don't. I really don't think that anybody has a particularly a bigger or smaller part than anyone else. It's just who can get to this thing first. Ultimately, Ray does. But I mean. Han, Han Solo. He kills Han Solo. He set the tone for that movie. His his savageness and his anger and his hate, and it it, it gives you an idea of a world, a star, a war, a world in Star Wars where nobody is safe, really. And yeah, I mean, I, the 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 original trilogy is great and all that, but I think a presence like Kylo Ren shows that um that there really is no boundaries for for what can happen i think i think him him especially kind of gives you an idea of the actual mortal peril that they're in and it's it's just it's a much darker it's a much more tense uh tense vision and i think you can only get get to that kind of a state of being of The Force Awakens if you have a villain who is as in-your-face and um, forceful as, as Kylo Ren is.
0: All right. All right, So I'd like you to refer back to uh, Mason's opening argument. And not only does my character have a bigger impact on the movie he's in than any other character in that entire movie, he's got, or in the entire series, he's got more of an impact than Kylo Ren does on his own movie <clears throat> none of this mo- not, none of these movies happen without Darth Vader the fact that he started off as such a little villain in A New Hope and became the actual focal point of the entire series is incredible to me but I'm just this, my whole point it, nothing happens nothing in this entire franchise happens without Darth Vader and wow. go wh- whatever movie you want to talk about Darth Vader's fingerprints are all over it. Be him, Anakin, not Skywalker, Darth Vader, or whatever
2: you want to call. You see, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you on that one because I think the key to the Star Wars, the story of Star Wars and the story of Darth Vader, I think it's Obi-Wan. I don't think you can... Obi-Wan, at the end of the day, is the guy who found Anakin Skywalker. He's the guy who guided and failed Anakin Skywalker. Like, yeah, it's... I see it as, um, I, what I what I think back is, what, if you took Obi-Wan Kenobi out of his life, would Anakin Skywalker have ever amounted to anything, really, or would he still be putzing around on Tatooine, or, it was Tatooine, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Would he still be putzing around on Tatooine, living in enslavement with his mom and building robots? Like, it, it, it's not like Darth Vader, or it's not like Anakin Skywalker just sort of burst out of the scene and said, I'm evil. It was this move. I think the story really comes down to Obi Wan and his influence over Darth Vader, and like I said, how he failed him. It's that—that's the tragedy that um, that permeates throughout this entire series. It's the tragedy of teachers and their students, or it's and loving somebody so much and caring for somebody so much that you can't, you don't (laughs) do what's right for them. So I, so I would argue Obi Wan is the biggest, and after that. It's it's all just sort of a like I said aftermath, and it's kind of ripples ripples in the water, and it's a fallout of of the choices that he made. And Kylo Ren, like I say, Kylo Ren he he ups the ante as somebody who is just so who's just so evil and has and lacks complete basically lacks complete empathy. I think that's much more important to the scope of Star Wars. That yeah, a lot I mean a lot of a lot of people died in the original trilogy, but um, Kylo Ren I just think he makes he makes it mean a little bit more and I think his impact and how he's his character has given tone to this new new trilogy is what's been uh, much more important than Darth Vader who ultimately like the Joker is just a dog that somebody let off the leash
0: but can you explain to me what Kylo Ren is without Darth Vader what is his character if he's not trying to become just like Darth Vader become like his granddad
2: well, there's like, Who I said, is he? like I said, there's no, there I don't there's no alternate there's no um like diverging of the path like you, you only you can you can only have Kylo Ren, with Darth Vader, and that's not to say that it that Darth it makes Darth Vader more important or or less than it's just, Kylo Ren is just a, a very rabid, hysterical fanatic, and, I think. Under different circumstances, he would have been a rabid fanatic of anybody who anybody who was evil. He just, he is that kind of person who is, who the darkness is just a little bit closer to him than it is to, to other people. I don't, like I said, this is a really, this is kind of a, a, a very separated kind of argument because you're assuming a lot of different things ha- happen and different people interact. Like it's only a, through a perfect storm that Kylo Ren was able to be uh, able to come into being but like I said I think that's been I think Obi-Wan's had a much had a greater influence it's it's a lot like the influence of Dumbledore had on on Harry Potter it's only through the prediction of uh, Professor Trelawney and how and Snape hearing it and Voldemort making a choice he was, who he was gonna go after it's just it's Obi-Wan and Dumbledore who sort of had to guide this person for better or worse
3: Alright, so, as of right now, to my serious surprise, I have no idea this is going to happen, you are both tied.
1: Oh, come on.
2: Fuck me. Okay. So, I can at least see it as 3-1 me, but tied? Come on. No.
3: So, <laughs> both of you are going to make your final closing argument, sum up all your points, do whatever you want, and whoever wins this final argument is the winner of the debate. So, Cody,
0: you wanna start? So you've heard a lot of words tonight. Yeah. My um my opponent may be a better orator than me. He you might know, have more charisma than I do. But when it comes down to it is my points make more sense. The the main one being that without without Mr. Vader, without Anakin Skywalker, whatever you wanna call him, let's call him Annie. Without Annie None of these fucking movies happen. There's this series is nothing without Darth Vader. Kylo Ren can be replaced by almost any character you wanted to, and no. the fact that his entire character <clears throat> is uh is based around Darth Vader, him trying to be more like Darth Vader, just it proves my point that Darth Vader is Star Wars. You don't have Star Wars without him. You don't have any Star Wars without him, and. Can't believe this isn't even an actual debate. The fact that we're tied kinda shocks me. Especially going into it, I knew you had like a vendetta against Mason because he keeps beating you. To be fair, I, it's I know rigged I about beat you once. Right. But I know. Rigged. It it's he's gonna use a bunch of fancy words and talk about philosophy and all this shit that he has <laughs> in his brain. Fuck you. But when it comes down to it, and I'm going to say it again, there's no Star Wars without Darth Vader that makes him the better villain, the better character, the more iconic of all the characters in the entire series. And just, I don't, know, I don't know what else I can tell you to try to convince you of my point. He's the most important character in Star Wars. He's the best character in Star Wars, the most interesting character in Star Wars, and without it, without him, there's nothing. So, good night. Good night. No matter how you uh, rate at the end, I will not hate you. But you'll have to answer to our three fans, <laughs> Mason.
2: Let's talk a little bit about Chaos Theory. Here we so... are. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I no, I think this is I think this is fairly cut and dry. One, I've said this on the show before, and one of my life mantras, especially when it comes to art and how we perceive you know, film, music, or whatever, the thing I, I always think about is just because you did it first doesn't mean that you did it better. I, th- I agree with that when it comes to a lot of different things. And I, ju- I think this is the case here because I just, as a moviegoer, and I think if you separate yourself, if you separate yourself from the idea and the cultural identity of Star Wars, what, this, the question is, who is the better villain? When I think of a villain, I think of somebody who I am afraid of. I am afraid of Kylo Ren. I am afraid of somebody who has spiraled so far away from his his own humanity that killing his own father, not just killing his own father, but looking his father in the eyes and killing him is... For, and not not just, not killing his father because he was a horrible person, but killing his father who has done, who's made his mistakes, yes, but still, in it, even when he knows what's going to happen, wants nothing more than to save his son. That is terrifying to me. I don't, I don't know mu- I I don't know many other things that unnerve me and would scare me as much as somebody who has no boundaries there is nothing Kylo Ren will not do after he kills his own father for no other reason than he needs him in order to reach his full potential of evil really he's got him I think he has many more layers to him and if you yeah if you want to make the argument that there's there's no Star Wars Darth Vader I can't refute that because that's just how that's how the movie was written and you know if it was any other way, we'd be having a completely different conversation. So that one, it's... it's, it's what, what can I say? That's just how... That's how George Lucas thought it up. But for my money, I just... Kylo, when I think of a better villain, I just... Kylo Ren just freaks the hell out of me because he is a hero without empathy. And he's... he Or not... Excuse me. A villain without empathy. And people without empathy are the ones that truly get under my skin. And I think get under a lot of people's skin because they have a errant disregard for the results of their actions. And need I remind you, cross guard lightsaber. I'm done. Okay.
0: So I guess jokes on me because I forgot what the original question was. I did not address it at all. It was it was just your closing argument. I know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so Jesus. Okay. So this debate is about who makes the better argument.
2: Fuck, I who lost. The better
3: villain. No, no.
2: Fuck, no. I lost. <laughs> Wait, what?
3: Let me just no, just let me finish. Let okay, me finish. finish. Uh. I won't say <laughs> well, anything. Okay. The winner, the debate. For who is the better villain? Is God.
0: Mr. Mason Merritt? Oh no!
2: Thank you.
0: All right, I guess I'm just gonna fuck off the podcast. <laughs> um, Josh, you're not a true Star Wars fan. Yeah. Hey, I I, I I was trying to. I was fair and balanced. I said who makes the better argument, not who is the better villain. I told you to ignore that. <laughs> In my final
2: sentence, did I not? I- I just have to- I have to read something, if you won't- if you don't mind. Blazing uh. Blazin. Me don't want them, Me need them, Blazin. Some me. take her out of booger red and put her in a tall skirt, and now she find out what life is really worth. No to X-rated. You sure you want him to win? her out of booger Freddy, red and have, put her Freddy, in a tall I skirt. You
3: in my corner.
2: And now I she find to, out what life is really just, worth. No to X-rated. I, I am I a mean, god. I, I am I, a I, god. I, even though I'm a man of god. My whole life in the hand of god, so y'all better quit playing with god.
0: I hate Kanye West. Here we go. As
3: soon oh, as they like you, or,
2: make them uh, unlike you. Because kissing people, ass <laughs> is so unlike you, not too late to
0: change your mind.
2: I just the talked to Jesus. Sense. He said, "What up, Jesus?" I said, "Shit, I'm chilling, trying to stack these millions. I know he the most god, high, but I'm a close like high. The Me of casa this podcast. That's our casa <laughs> nostra. I am a god. I am a god. I am a god. Ah!
0: Thank oh, you. I hope you die. I could. I, I could throw in.
3: Dies. I could throw in a bonus round.
0: Yeah, please. Jesus Christ. And it's, who doesn't cite shitty fucking rap when they win? Christ, that was like... That was... Uh, I don't know if I can be a part of this anymore. Just on principle. Um, listen, guys, we had a great run. I am the greatest. I, I think it's uh, it's my time to go. Runs, course. Let's talk about fucking Alien now that I'm pissed off.
3: Work on the debating.
2: So who won won what rounds? I don't care. Let's just move
3: on. No, no, no. Let's get to it. (laughs) Okay. So for the opening argument, Mason won. Thank you. Cody just saying it's Darth fucking Vader. As much as that warms my heart, it's not going to win the argument.
0: I don't want to hear this, guys. I really don't.
3: (laughs) For who's more menacing, Cody won.
2: Oh, fuck off.
3: Because obviously. No. No. Yeah.
2: Okay, fine. I did that was a that was a weak one for me. Okay.
3: For who more compelling and relatable? Mason. Thank you. And for who has a more who has a bigger impact? It was Cody.
2: Yeah, that was that was a tough one for me to, to me to circumvent, I'll be honest.
3: I was struggling. <laughs> In the uh, last one, I was literally struggling down to the second I said it. So.
2: Why though? I made the case. I made the right I made the well-rounded case. I'm the man. Do you want me guys? Do you want me to do the Kanye again? If you One do it second, again, I, I leave and never I want come you back. To, to die.
0: That's the thing. You make me want you to not be alive anymore.
2: <laughs> I have that effect on people, I'm told. Yeah, you're doing <laughs> a
0: great job. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> when I was baptized. It, it, killed, it killed me a little <laughs> to give you the
0: win. I'm just letting you know. My you know, heart hurts. I it. Like, it's, it's physically heavy. Oh, no, you right are. I just hate it. But, Thanks, Nathan, guys. I hope you're ready. I hope I'm never going to be objective again.
2: <laughs> I'll take on anyone at any time. You can give me five minutes notice, and I'll go to fucking town. Let's boogie. Just for
3: the record, Darth Vader's leaps and bounds better than Kylo Ren will ever be as a villain.
2: I'm just, I'm just
3: a
0: shitty fucking debater, is what he's saying.
1: Uh-huh.
2: No, I don't oh. see. I don't think so. I believe in my heart of hearts that Kylo Ren is a better villain. I think he's awesome. Because Darth Vader's a bitch. Let's just get this out of the way. Kylo Ren's a bigger bitch. What are you talking about? I'm sorry but Dar- try low Darth Vader is kind of uh, Darth Vader is kind of <laughs> he's undercut by how shitty Anakin Skywalker is he really is like it if it uh, doesn't matter if there was a strong if the prequels are made like well then yeah Darth Vader's obviously the best one but they weren't they were made so poorly he's a he's ultimately just super weak like he I don't know I just, I have I have problems with Darth Vader like yeah he's cool he passes the eyeball test but not much to him um, I will. No, <laughs> no. I need a I fucking
0: gear. Hold on. <laughs> I don't. I'm not kidding.
2: That's funny.
3: Cody's gonna come back with a vengeance on the next one.
2: Bring it. I'll let you. You can both debate me at once. I don't care. Jesus Christ! I am a god. No, you're not. Even though I'm a man of God. Y'all I hate it. the hand of God. That
3: song is that song doomed Assassin's Creed.
2: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep. That's the thing that set a, a-, a- <laughs> creed back several years. That's what happens when you put
1: Crosell. I'm it so I'm so it.
2: bummed about that. He should have done so much better. He made Macbeth, and Macbeth kicks ass. Alright. Let's <laughs> go,
0: yeah. let's I don't know, don't. whatever we talk about. Oh, do
2: you right. want to talk about Alien? I don't
0: know. That. I don't know, because I don't know about you, Mason. You're probably just going to tell me how Alien Resurrection (laughs) is the best Alien movie in the series right now, and I don't know if I can take that. You know Alien's
2: one of my favorite movies, so it's fine. I do, but I read your review for Alien Resurrection. It was so (laughs) funny. We'll get to that. But let's talk about Alien first. Cody, get us started. Alien
0: is the best movie ever made. Let's just get that out here. We're going to say it. Josh is going to say that Aliens is better than Alien, and it's not dick he's Pure and simple sorry sorry josh i may or may not be mad at you right now but i i do believe that 100% that alien is one of the best movies ever made the citizen kane of thriller films and will never not be my favorite movie
2: see for a while i like you basically said oh it's kind of a tie between alien and empire strikes it Back. is a
0: tie
2: but for alien me. edges
0: out a little bit more
2: yeah no, this is a movie I've talked about a lot, too. I mean, I gave my whole spiel about my cat, and I struggled to watch it the first time around because I was scared about the cat. I didn't want anything bad to happen to the cat. But once i gotten through it, and spoiler alert, Jonesy's fine. Cat makes it, baby. He makes it. The only one I cared about. Ripley, give or take. How's Jonesy do? How's he fair? But every single, like, every, when I watched this, I was like, oh, that was pretty good. Eight out of ten. Next second time I watched I was like, wow, that was really fun. Nine out of ten. Last time I watched it, I was like, holy fucking balls, I'm going to kill myself because I'm never going to see anything this good ever again, <laughs> and it's in my top ten right now. It's like towards the bottom end of my top ten of all time. So, it's really, it's shooting up the rankings, and no idea how hard, how high it's going to get. I don't think I, I'll ever be able to call it my favorite movie, but it's my favorite science fiction film for, like, pretty easily. I mean... <laughs> tbh it's between this and interstellar and i just think this is so much more cool and so much more fun um but yeah no alien is just it is it's a perfect movie it really is i don't i don't think anybody maybe this is a a debate is alien a perfect movie yes or no yes (laughs) i don't think anybody could really convince me otherwise i'm 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 happy to hear it i'm you know, I'd like to listen to somebody at least try. But for my money's worth, nothing beats it. Nothing is that our next it. debate? <laughs> no, I don't I think <laughs> I think that one will be too cut. I will not be able to object objectively think that Alien is anything but a perfect film. Um and yeah, so that's basically my my main idea is that Alien's a perfect movie, whether you like it or not. Josh, poop on the party. Rain on this parade. Dank on this meme.
3: Um it's really, really good. I really like it. Say the P word. It's, it's not... Say it. I mean... Say it. There's nothing wrong with it. Say it. Say no. it. Out loud. No, it's not... I'm not saying it because it's not.
2: Why isn't it perfect? But it is. What's I don't, it wrong I, with
3: I, it? I, it's a very well-made movie. I really like it. I think the acting is great. I think it's, it's tense. It's well-directed. Um, I think the practical effects and the xenomorph is used really well. I think it has some really scary moments, even though it's a little dated in terms of the horror aspect of it, just to me.
2: Oh, come um, on. It's the thing it's that still, made everything else. But it's still it, scary. It's not the it's dated still, thing. I, I, it I, is the thing I, that I am, dates it. It's the oh, it's the first of its kind. It's like saying the Beatles are dated. Like, yeah, no shit. They made music. Still, they made the I, best music. <laughs> I'm, hey, hey, I'm just saying. It's his turn to talk. I'm also biased because I hate... Da- things being dated. I it's just a personal...
3: Things, some things are dated. No, they're not. So it doesn't make it bad. It's just... You know. They
2: have no choice no. but to be dated. It happened that's at what, a time in the past. Of course it's are, dated. There are movies that are, came out like 30, 40 years ago that aren't dated. Yes, they are. Because they have John Travolta at 20 years old in them. Like, it's... That it's
3: that's not what... Never mind. Okay, anyway. It's I good. Did. I really like it. I'm not the biggest Ruby Scott fan in the world. I have some issues with... Some of his movies, I don't know. For Some reason he just doesn't do it for me all that much. Um, how do you feel about bro? The
0: Martian? That's the real. I,
3: I love, I love The Martian. That's my favorite of his movies. Ah,
0: uh, that's so, the wrong thing to say. This Alien it. is the best movie
2: he's ever made. I'm a counselor but, no, guy myself. Uh,
3: <laughs> um, but I still, I still have a bunch to see. You know, there was, I, there was a movie he made. He made Hannibal, which I really liked, and I apparently most people hate that movie. That
2: was the, the Hannibal Buress yeah. biopic, right? Oh. oh
0: it's not as not as good as um Silence of the Lambs, but it's still pretty good.
2: No, it's good. It's a good movie.
0: But yeah, I,
3: I, I think he's a good talented director, even though he's not one of my favorites. He doesn't there's something there's something about him that just doesn't grab me.
0: So all I'm think... hearing is that you hate Alien. Oh my god. You hate Darth Vader and you hate fun. That that's all I'm hearing right now. Exactly. How
2: does it make you feel, Cody? Bad. Yeah. I
0: never had a rival until now.
3: It's a very good movie. I like it a lot. I almost love it. I own it on Blu-ray. Okay, but what
2: what what we don't understand is why don't you love it? Like, is there a specific reason? Is there a scene? Is there anything?
3: I like it more every time I watch it. Maybe at some
2: point I will love it. No, but why don't you now? I don't know. like. I had an excuse. I had a cat. I had a stake in the game because of my cat. That's not an excuse. That's That's totally an excuse.
3: That's that's a dumb excuse. Okay, so if you watch.
2: So, let me tell you, you loved and could completely hone in and focus on I Am Legend the first time you saw it, even though they killed the dog. Yeah. Liar. Liar. You're Sorry, such a liar. I know, but come on, I,
3: nobody watched that I, movie I, with just... I had to pause it for about ten minutes and go, you know...
2: See, that's what I'm saying. I at least stuck through it. <laughs> okay, but... To alien... be
3: fair, that was... More tragic than any cat death will ever be.
2: So you're disgusting. I know. Egyptians praise their cats, so, and you love the Prince of Egypt, so I feel like that means you love them. There were no the Egyptians, them. the bad guys in that movie. No. They're always the bad guys. They're just they're rant, They're just being jerks. But Alien Perfect movie. Okay. Yes, yeah, I'm glad we could. Uh, I really like it. Oh my god. Is there? Just give me one thing that you don't like about it. I don't and I'll try to under, I don't, I'll understand I maybe it I swear.
3: It's, maybe it's the pacing. I don't know. It's very slow, which used to bother me but doesn't really bother him anymore. The pacing's
2: so. perfect. HR <coughs> Geiger's vision, the Xenomorph the chest bursting scene, the on uh, the yeah. was it? Some on the amazing
3: uh, great scenes. Great scenes.
2: My favorite is on the director's cut or I don't know if it's I can't remember where it is, but when so, like in the in the movie, in the theatrical film, like when people get grabbed by the alien, they just kind of disappear, like whatever. They're somewhere getting eaten. But on like the director's cut, they show them like in the in these cocoons, and the guys like getting turned hey, into aliens. It's fucked up. Could you kill me, please? And she's that's like, where the like, kill me
0: thing comes from. Kill me,
2: yeah. Fun- which is set up for a very funny family got cut away. If you've ever seen it, um, <laughs> like that, that that scene just. I that scene freaks me out because that's like kind of my biggest fear, which, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know how you people don't. I, I don't know how if you like sci-fi. Like, if you don't like sci-fi, then obviously you're not gonna like this movie. But for anybody who at least enjoys some sci-fi, I never, I've never understood how this isn't some one of, somebody's like favorite, one of their favorite movies of all time. It just, I- it's that good. It's that sci-fi
3: good. and sci-fi and horror are my two favorite genres. This is a sci-fi horror movie. It baffles me too, but it's just how I feel.
0: That's well, your emotions are wrong. I'm sorry. They really are. Probably.
2: It's like this is this is what we had this conversation a while ago. You didn't really care for my argument of it, but I don't. Th- I think there are. I think some movies are better than others. I I just do. Like there is. In the top 10 and top and bottom 10% of like, sort of like the Dark Knights and the, um, let's see, Planet of the Apes remakes or the Happening remakes, oh, Like hey, they're hey, in hey, that hey, 10%. Relax, on them. are you no. saying that it's good? The Mark Wahlberg I'm saying is like the ones, okay. like if we just, okay. as a society, we've kind of agreed that that sucks. Um, yes, okay. But like, so bottom 10% and top 10%, I do think there's a disparity. Everything in the middle is complete, like, whatever. There's, It has its good and it has its bad. Uh,
1: it exists. But
2: Alien, is just, it's like at the 99th percentile. It's in that little cusp of these are some of the greatest, most important, best movies ever made. And I, I, I've never been able to put myself, ever since I've fallen head over heels for it, I've never been able to put myself in the headspace of, like, it's good, you know, it's 8 out of 10, you know, it's a, it's a fun watch. It's like, no, this is a masterpiece in every sense of the word. This is why masterpiece is a word. It's because they needed to use it to describe things like alien. <laughs> like, that's why. That and Octung Baby by U2. The masterpiece, those two. All right. It's like when somebody says Franklin Delano Roosevelt wasn't the best president. It's like, he, of course Well, hold he was. on. There
0: There are a lot of people who say that. Like, and they're all Republicans.
2: He's better than Lincoln, uh, obviously, because Lincoln didn't even make it through a, a second term, let alone a, f- a fourth. <laughs> like, I mean, Lincoln also Lincoln freed the slave, so Yeah. FDR had polio, and he was an awesome president. So, so that has nothing to do. I don't know.
0: We're, we're talking about different things right now.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm a lunatic. I'm a fanatic. But, Again, um, you're you losing your message. Yeah. Long story short, Alien, one of the best movies ever. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Talk love it. Talk about it
0: on my chat link all night
2: i could go i uh, this is one of those things where like really no words can or does this movie no words deserve this movie it's above it it's just it's so good i love it Uh, and the poster probably my bet my favorite poster of all time i
3: I will say it's a great poster i made one of the best posters
2: it's just so simple alien hatching egg let's fucking go like what's gonna happen (laughs) i don't know man we'll figure that out
3: when we get there. Yeah. I'll say this movie also has one of the best trailers ever made, too.
2: So. Haven't seen it. Yeah.
3: It's the, It's literally the same thing as the Prometheus trailer with the letters.
2: Uh. Oh. Oh, ba- so basically, like, the opening title sequence. Okay. Yeah. No. And, well, I it's like, like you know how. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like how they do the whole, like, what's this? And then it's like, oh, it's a word. What word? Alien. Cool. Let's go. The art right, design, the set design, like, when they land on the planet and, like, the. the du- there's, like, it's dusty and. Fuck man, <laughs> it's so good. Do you have a favorite scene, Cody?
0: Um, I'm gonna the chest bursting scene's amazing. Uh the the scene where they're crawling in the ducts, mm. uh, where Dallas is crawling in the ducts. That is, and what's her name? Uh the the girl, not Ripley, the other girl.
2: Yeah, yeah. Is it's blonde. freaking
0: out because she has no idea where the alien is.
1: hmm
0: He's like, I don't see it. I don't see anything. And then it comes out of no, I love that scene. And the uh, the whole space jockey uh, spacewalk, walk too, where yeah. they go into the ship is amazing. Yeah, it's so atmospheric, it hurts.
2: Yeah, going back to the chestburster burster scene, I always I always find it funny, and like one of my favorite parts about this movie is, and the, the, just these kind of movies in general. Like, and this goes the same with like an Agatha Christie murder mystery. Is like I love after the thing has happened how everybody reacts to it, and after John Hurt's rip face. Like, the facehugger attaches itself to him, and then it goes away. Everybody's like, that worked out. Cool. <laughs> like, it never occurs to them that something might be wrong. And it's like, what was it doing on his face? Why was it there? What was the purpose? Because maybe they thought it was, like, a defense mechanism or something like that. And it just did that to because it was threatened or whatever. And just it occurs to nobody that anything was wrong with him. Like, it's it's like he just came out of from being under in surgery. It's like, oh, hey, you feeling better? All right, cool. And they start eating. And just when you notice that... That little change that John Hurt undergoes when he start after he's eating, when you know something is wrong, and then it just starts coughing and it's yeah, just... it's like there's just a snap, like it's a, it's the snap of the fingers, and things go into full chaos mode, and then the chest burster thing happens. Obviously, the story is like they didn't know it was gonna happen, so the the reactions were just so genuine and just horrified, like ah, man, that's just one. That might be my favorite scene in a sci-fi movie. No, it is. That or The Wormhole is either my favorite from Interstellar is one of my favorite sci-fi scenes. I just fucking love it. Ah, oh, man. I love it, love it, love it. And even the fourth... I'm usually against fourth acts in movies, but I like this one. I think it's cool. It's t- completely unexpected. because you think the movie's just about to wrap up and she's gonna head off into space all soothe-like? She's done her mission, and then, no, it's just right fucking there. Oh, love it. Any other scenes you want to chat about, Cody?
0: <laughs> I mean, the whole movie. I mean, ugh. yeah, I'm gonna watch this movie. I didn't watch this movie in preparation for this uh, podcast, <sighs> yeah. but I'm gonna watch it sometime this week, and I'm so excited.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna marathon uh, at least at least the unofficial trilogy before uh, before Alien Covenant because I just Which uh, I'm so excited for it. You guys gonna watch Prometheus? Oh yeah, totally. Before you early. watch it. We'll yeah, get to that you. later. <laughs> uh, we talking about that today? Yeah. Why not? All right. Uh, final thought, Josh. Yeah,
3: I really like it. It's a really it's good movie. Best
0: movie, movie ever made. It's, it's perfect.
3: Great. I I want to watch it again. <laughs> I'm sure at some point, maybe it'll click with me like it does with everyone else. Mm. Uh, but I really like it. It's a really good movie.
2: I hate you. Okay. I uh, like the- grade ten. Obviously. Ten. What the hell. Uh, eight. Ah. Jesus. I don't think. How do you? Hurt. Me? Like, there's this pain in my in my side. I think my kidney just exploded. <laughs> you giving uh, me cirrhosis wow. the liver. It's yeah. a
3: very good score.
2: It's not for for fucking twenty two Jump Street, sure, but this is Alien. It's Alien. It if I said I like twenty two Jump Street just- more than Alien. Like, You'd when be you off think, the podcast. When you say, what's the best Alien movie? It's the one fucking called Alien. It's claimed it. It's like if Star Wars was called Space. It's like, what's the best Space <laughs> movie? It's that one. It's called Space. That's why. I don't know. That's good. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Aliens time. Uh, yeah. It's, there we it's go. good. It's good. It's really cool. I've, I've honestly, I've come around to this one. Because I, I, was, I was listening to... Um, listens listened to something the other day, and they were talking about Aliens. And they're like, the reason that this movie is so great is because you can't just make a sequel to Alien and just do it over again, like just do that again. And I was like, oh, like you had, to, you had like basically the idea is that you had to do something different with it. You had to like, basically you had to change genres at some point. And I do, looking back, I regret saying it's just a dumb action movie because that's the logical, and I think that's the smart place to take this movie. I haven't watched it in a while. I'm looking forward to revisiting it again because I do remember thoroughly enjoying it and thinking it was a pretty kick-ass movie. But like I said, in terms of filmmaking and all, and just like everything I said about Alien, it's just I don't think anything in Aliens kind of encroaches their territory. Like they just got this, they've got it mapped out that it does all these things as good as a movie can. Like Aliens, like I said, look forward to checking it out again, but. It just doesn't quite get there it's close but not 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 uh hasn't but quite no cigar equal. yeah wow. close but no cigar i don't smoke but yeah <laughs> sure uh cody aliens
0: so i mean as hostile as i just got about this movie it I, I need to let it be known that alien is an aliens is another one of my favorite movies this movie is amazing it's by far the best james cameron movie ever made I will argue that to my death because I haven't seen Terminator Two all the way, um, and Avatar's a piece of shit. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Woo.
0: So it's a good movie. It, it's really, really great. I I, I want to watch it again too. I love Ripley in this. I love Hicks. Uh, Bill Paxton, rest in peace. This is probably my favorite role of his, ever.
2: Not Twister. No.
0: <laughs> not not Twister. No. Okay.
2: But what about what if it was a Twister? But with xenomorphs, xenomorphs. Oh my god! Toaster. It'd be like the best movie ever. Uh,
0: it'd be Alienado.
1: <laughs> I like no, that. this
0: is probably the best uh, action movie ever made. I'm gonna say it. This this uh... franchise had. I don't know
2: about that. I don't know, actually. A- like. I could say that, but like, action movie is just such a broad term. <laughs> i say yeah, I say that, but then I realize that Predator exists. Yeah, Predator is pretty
0: cool.
3: James Cameron did make the best action movie, but it's not this movie.
0: So Terminator 2 is not a real movie. Gotcha. Boom. This is not even me. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I've got nothing. I, I just, I love this movie. I Wait. The, what?
2: Does uh, does Batman and Robin count as an action movie? Because if so, I'm going to give it that. I'm going to oh, go with that up. one. Ice to meet you. Don't be so cold, Josh. Chill. No. I, I hate what you. what what killed the dinosaurs? I hate you. Can anybody tell but, me what yeah, killed but, the dinosaurs? But, but the Ice Age
0: didn't even do it. Yeah,
2: that's the thing. No, it's the, it's Ice Age continental drift. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, Josh, aliens, you love it. We.
3: Yeah. Aliens is an awesome movie. We all love it. I love well, this. movie. I
2: like it a lot. I like it as much as Josh like likes Alien. But I, oh. I freely admit that I need to see it again.
3: I love this movie, and I'm a much bigger fan of James Cameron than I am of Ridley Scott. I think he's one of the best filmmakers to ever live. I don't care what anybody says about him. I think Avatar is a very good movie. Do you he's realize half movie.
2: of his filmography is going to be Avatar movies? Yeah, I don't like that
3: at all. <laughs> he's not gonna, how he's not does gonna, that suck? He's not going to live past those movies. I guarantee it. He's, he's probably going to
2: die. He's only 62. At least
3: they would
0: just yeah. stop making those movies. I
3: don't know. Well, I don't know. I want him to, I want, I'd rather him do something else, but you know like, what? Literally, like he, when it's
2: all said and done, he's going to spend like a billion, you know 1.25 to like 1.75 billion dollars to make those movies, and that he's might be say, lowballing
3: gonna be, it. Be, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be way
2: more than that. Okay, uh, let's, let's just call it 2 billion dollars. How much money, how, like how many awesome original small-scale fucking movies could you make with 2 billion dollars of a wow, budget, dude. and you're going to make 4 more Avatar movies that nobody wants? Are you kidding me? Fuck that wow. guy. My question is, is just:
0: What movie is he going to rip off next in Avatar? Uh, in the Avatar movie? you think he's going? What if he rips off his own movie though? Like, what if he with... just makes an Avatar version of Aliens? Does that count?
2: I'm gonna go with La La Land. I think he's gonna coast but, oh off. Oh my god! I would fucking die. That'd be hilarious. That'd be so funny. <laughs> no,
3: you know what? He spent. What is it? though? Eleven years now writing these movies. If he's if he spent eleven years writing four movies, I'm sure one of them is going to be good.
1: (laughs) Wow! (laughs) I I, I, I almost
3: tripped
2: over that bar. It's so low, Josh. Yeah. (laughs) So the odds are. That's the saddest thing I think I've ever heard anybody say. Not mommy. Can we have some? Are we going to be able to afford dinner tonight? It's like he's been writing for these for eleven years. So maybe one of them is going to be good. This is so great. That's my favorite, Josh. But
3: here's the deal. You're he funny. has made he has made Terminator, Terminator Two, Aliens, The Abyss.
1: Yeah, the uh, Abyss Titanic, is really good. T-
3: Titanic, mm-hmm. like this guy is one of the most talented pe- people out there. Does he take forever to make his movies? Yeah. Is he a little bit of a prick? Yeah. But he makes great movies. And Aliens is one of the best. Uh, it's amazing. It took a concept that was great in Alien, and to me, made it better, made it oh, more God. interesting. Oh, um, and he did something more. What I think was more exciting. He took the characters in new directions. He uh, amped up the action, and he did a great job with it. Um, And it's he introduced the character of Newt, who some people think is annoying. I think is a
2: no. I love Newt. I love
3: Newt. I think she's awesome.
2: For the Um, one
0: movie she's in,
2: yeah. Refresh me. How does she? How does she come about? Like, how do they find her? Is she just stuck on the ship? uh,
0: They're looking around uh, the colony. Okay. And they see the. uh, Motion tracker go off, and they think it's an alien, or Ripley
2: thinks it's an oh, alien. Oh, right, and she I like that. I like that. Reveal. But it's, just,
0: it's just a kid. It's just a kid. It's super great. Uh, Newt's an amazing character. Hmm.
2: Rip. Yeah. Rest in peace, Newt. Um, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. God. Where'd that girl go? Nowhere. She
0: did not become famous.
2: <laughs> hmm. I'm doing some research. Oh, wow. She looks. She's such a mom now. <laughs> she got the mom necklace and the mom glasses. Like, wow. Her one credit is Aliens <laughs> Holy, as an actress. Holy shit. Well,
0: I mean, after you're in almost the perfect movie, wouldn't you stop to?
2: I mean, money. Uh, money, money, money. Also, why Newt? It, uh, in a rich man's world. It, it, it's, I don't know. I don't like that name. I hate this movie now. Um, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Fun fact, though, Alien actually did make more money than Aliens did.
3: Because they waited like seven years between movies.
2: Yeah. I know, but if it's so good, then why didn't make more money? Huh? Huh? I just can't. I can't wait for Alien Five with Diane Word starring as the Xenomorphs. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I I can't really speak much about this movie because, like I said, it's been a while. It's been a few years since I saw it. So, what other things do you guys like?
0: Um. What do I like about it? I like the the characters. I I'm going to tell you what I don't like about this movie. I don't like the the alien warrior design. Which is what those are by the way. The the one with the ridgy heads. Oh, okay. That's the oh, the warrior version. I know my uh my alien lore. Lore. The one in the, the one in the first alien is a uh, a drone like a bee. Oh, cute. Get it? No. Uh, <clears throat> I don't like the ridges on their heads. Is basically what I'm saying. I like the sh- the oh, I see slack uh, the the s- slick design better. I think it it looks just
2: they are so. F- I I feel like we didn't talk about this m- as much as we should have. But the the xenomorph is like the best creature design ever. It really is. It has no eyes. It's got double mouths. It has this big bean looking thing for a fucking head. It's long, gangly. You can see its rib cage. Like Jesus Christ, this thing's spooky. This is not. That is what nightmares are.
0: I'm pretty sure that's how H.R. Uh, Geiger came yeah. up with it.
2: Fuck. Is this your favorite creature design, Josh? Like, how do you rank the?
3: It's a great one. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorites, actually.
2: What do you What do you like more than it?
0: I mean, I can't think more of off the top of my head.
3: I don't Jason know.
2: Jason Voorhees,
0: Michael Myers. There, there you go. <laughs> this Freddy... is so scary. Freddy Krueger.
2: Freddy Krueger. No, like no creatures. Not people he's a creature sort of he's not I a creature know. like animal like warped animals i just sent you guys a picture and it's like the scariest thing ever like ugh, i hate it does yoda count okay <laughs> oh, he's a muppet okay so let me i'll pose this question to you guys you're stuck on an island in the middle of the ocean no help coming for you if you survive three days you get a billion dollars cash money tax-free into your account bada bing bada boom would you want alien predator or the thing on the island with you and you don't know that they're there?
0: Probably an alien.
2: Like what what, what actually I'll rephrase. What would you be the most which one did you want to have on there the least? Well to what would oh, you the be the most afraid of? The
0: predator. Mhm.
2: Josh.
3: Um I don't know. I've never really. I haven't seen the Predator movies, so I don't know what that is. What? Wait, the what the
2: Predator? fuck did you just say?
3: I haven't seen the Predator movies.
2: You haven't seen the Who first one? Who are you? What are. What? No. What? What?
3: No.
0: Watch that. What is your. Uh...
2: Yeah, have you seen Alien vs. Predator?
3: No. I haven't seen. I haven't seen made. four of the movies
0: with Alien in the title. Yeah. Wow!
2: Oh my God! That's upsetting. I'm triggered. I don't know how I feel right now. I feel kind of... What's the, which is the one where he's in New York, or it's in New York? I don't know. Oh, it's in Jason LA. That's Predator Two. Oh, okay. Jason goes to Manhattan. Shut up. Oh my Manhattan's awesome. No, that that's pretty cool. I would love to see an Alien movie in New York. Like I think that would be such a cool setup. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, be kind of gimmicky. I don't but, know. but how? Okay, but once you accept that it's like, again, we I talk about this with the Batman. Like I've accepted that Dark Knight is going to be the best Batman movie ever made, and I in the same way that I accept Alien is going to be the best Alien movie ever made. So at that point, why not? You know, go for it. Have some fun. <laughs> like just okay, but just imagine a scene where somebody's walking down the street and it's like raining outside, and the alien just comes out of fucking nowhere. And just, like, grabs a guy by the neck and pulls him up. And there's a bunch of people like, what is that? And then it just goes ham on everybody. And they, they have to dispatch. A, just, like, they have to evacuate the city and dispatch a special squadron of, like, Navy SEALs or whatever to go find it. So like, it's just the
0: plot of Aliens, but in New York City. Yes.
2: Like, how like they, they're they on the Statue of Liberty. Or no, they're on One World Trade or uh, 30 Rock or the Chrysler Building or something like that. And they have to, like, get the alien. I don't know. I think that'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> but aliens, on the other hand. Uh, so, what what other things do you like about it, Josh? How do you do, what do you make of the Queen Alien? The thing she's oh, awesome. Love she, the Queen she's Alien. She's great.
3: The whole honestly, the whole ending sequence where Ripley comes back, then get away from her, you bitch line. Everything, everything about the third act is just epic beyond. I her. would
0: say from um, <clears throat> I, I really really love the point from when uh, Nuke gets lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until the the end of the movie, right. I really like that a lot. And I like that James Cameron kind of kept in the uh, the theme of Alien, of having it sucked out into space. That I think almost every movie does, except for Alien 3. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that happens in Resurrection 2, and it's fucking hilarious. It's so funny. It's, it's just <laughs>
2: so over-the-top and horrific. I love it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, actually, one thing I really liked about this is... I mean, obviously the alien has to have some kind of like the xenomorph, especially has to have some kind of basis in biology, I guess, like even the predator, it's based off of like a, you know, it's kind of like a hybrid between a person and a tiger kind of, uh, or it's like a spider or whatever. I really like how it seems like they, it, they drew the xenomorphs a lot from like bumblebees, like how they have yeah, the queen that's... bee and it's like, they like, they make a hive and how everybody serves the queen. Like, that's just really cool. I'm glad it wasn't just like a, I don't know, like a big, a bigger, stronger, meaner, like man alien, I guess. How it's just this, it's just very, it's kind of, it's primal and it's just kind of cool to me that how they have the queen alien who nobody dares cross, but is like the creator of life. And it's just, it's. It's just one of those things about the animal kingdom where, like animals, they don't know why they do certain things. It's just what they do, and I like bringing that to the, to the xenomorphs, especially. I think it's really really cool. Uh, so Queen gets hot, top marks from me, um, and also the supporting cast of aliens is really really strong. I still, I still like the, um, I, I, or I still think that the alien supporting cast with John Hurt and all those guys. I think they react. They're a much more, it's much more genuine, <laughs> and. Realistically written kind of group and reactions to it, but um, and Aliens is much more written in this in the vein of an action movie, like how tough guys with guns would do. But I don't know. They're just. I think there's something cooler about just normal mechanics or whatever, and and not soldiers reacting to something us, like yeah. the Xenomorph. Yeah, but it's cool it, uh, for what it is. It's cool, but maybe it might have been fun if you're gonna carry on, if you're gonna make a sequel to Alien, maybe keep them at um unwilling heroes like people who have to defend themselves and don't really have much training like oh we only have these guns just for protocol we don't know how to use them and that's kind of through the discovery so that's that's one of the things i don't care as much for with aliens so unless they are are they are they trained soldiers or are they just people am i yeah they're marines oh okay cool never mind yeah like i said it's been a while so i don't know what do you think about that josh am i crazy
3: uh, I mean, I wouldn't argue with you, but I
2: don't agree. Yeah. Okay. I just there's something about the average Joe rising to the occasion that I think is is good is pretty cool. Cause how is it, is it is it cooler to see a Marine take down a xenomorph or is it cool to see a guy who doesn't have ballistics training take down a xenomorph?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. you.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's just a little thing. Predator kind of goes against that because because they're all like fucking out of predator, oh
0: my god when are we doing a predator retrospective because josh you need to watch all of i mean those movies we, can we can do it new, we can do it when the new predator comes out next yeah. year yeah let's do that
2: uh final thoughts on aliens cody
0: also a great movie not it just 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 short of alien yeah it's a great movie i agree I, it, it's amazing josh
3: i <laughs> uh, love it it's an, i don't know if i'd say it's one of my favorite movies but it's one of my favorite sequels and it's fantastic
2: so. So how does it pa- pair up with uh, Batman Forever, roughly? Oh, my fucking God. What? I am a God, even though I'm a man of God. No, I, I'm sorry. Uh, Great. No. you
0: did.
2: Great, Josh. Um,
3: Nine out of ten. Really? Yeah. Huh. Cody?
0: You give it also a nine and a half.
2: I'll go a nine. I like it. I like it a lot. Maybe I'll bump up a little bit next time I see it. So who here has seen Alien 3? I have. Josh, I you haven't.
3: I have not. All right. We'll can we can we do this? Can just... can I can I? Uh, I'm just gonna take off my headphones. You guys can talk about the next two movies, and then you can text me when we get to Prometheus.
1: Oh,
2: okay. Just... Yeah. Then bail. Okay. <laughs> so that scene when the alien goes back in time was cool. Oh yeah, when, the, when he fought George Washington with his fists. That'd be no. Revolutionary War with the xenomorphs. Oh, oh it was God! so good. George Washington slicing that off of a zebra with his sword with on the Delaware was River. Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: In the boat, like it, it was, it was such great, uh, <laughs> just revisionist history. Like not even revisionist, it's just
2: alternate actually. But oh I, I just, man. I really, really enjoyed it. There's just like, I mean, I'm sure Josh would like to partake in this conversation, but we might as well. It you could really, you could drop the alien into so many different situations. Just for shits and giggles and it would, be, would so, be so much fun. It would be so awesome. Like man.
0: Imagine just a, an
2: idea where um
0: instead of Hitler, the allies are fighting um Oh my gosh. At the, the ba- alien
2: queen. At the Battle of the Bulge, the Oh my god, at the Battle of the Bulge, the, the United States Army, the British Army, and the whoever was else fighting in that they see they, they game plan, they're like the Nazis are over there and both sides converge and what do they find a bunch of fucking xenomorphs so they have to band together and work together to stop the xenomorphs and save their skins so they can fight so they can go on to fighting each other crying crying fucking crying i
0: need this movie
2: i just xenomorphs are just the coolest thing ever and you can put them in so many different situations you give you find somebody with limitations and then throw some xenomorphs at them and see how they do it's just such a <laughs> oh, so great But Alien 3, like, I'll be honest with you. I enjoy, I like the next Alien 3 and Resurrection just because they are Alien movies. And like I said, I just love the idea of the Xenomorph. And I like this outer space, industrial, gritty kind of setting. I know that Alien Resurrection especially is bad. I'm fully aware of that. But I just don't really care. I like it for the same reasons I like Batman and Robin. It's just, it is... It is so gleefully <laughs> subpar that I can't help but enjoy it.
0: Well, I'll go on record saying I I like Alien Three. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. I don't... like that it uh, it not that it abandoned it it did, it abandoned uh, James Cameron's idea of an action movie. Went back to its roots. Yeah. And it's a David Fincher movie. If you didn't know that.
2: No, eh, it's not a good one. No.
0: But it's his first one. I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, but like. I don't know, it, Yeah, his next movie was Fight Club, so I guess that kind of... <coughs> those sort of bled into each other a little bit, because Fight Club is garbage. And, well, relax, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, his next movie was seven. What am I saying? Oh, he made... Fight Club was his fourth movie. That's weird. Was it really? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Huh. Well, uh, yeah, I like it. I like the dog alien. I think that's super cool. It's a good idea.
1: hmm
0: And you know how I like lore. It, it builds the, the world to show that not only humans can become alien hosts. Yeah. Or the dog. It depends on the version you watch. Did you watch the theatrical or the uh, director's cut?
2: Uh, I watched the theatrical. Well, then the
0: director's cut, it's an ox instead of a dog.
2: I thought it was the assembly cut, because Fincher hate, didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> That's
0: probably what I meant. I don't know. It's all the same shit to me.
2: Yeah. Uh, it, I do think it is It is obviously it's subpar. Like, it's, it's oh, well so yeah, below. Yeah, it's not a... Uh,
0: Aliens. It's not Alien, but... Yeah, but I think that's a... It's not a bad movie. Yeah, that's
2: a but fallacy think, that people fall into. Like, when, when, some, when one movie in a franchise is, like, great, and, like, it's recognized as being great, say, Empire Strikes Back, and a follow-up isn't as good, or isn't on that level, like Force Awakens or something People are going to say it's like a that. bad movie. Yeah, but like, well, but obviously... It's, not. The, it's just not as... Yeah, there's a separation there, but Alien 3, I, like, I, said, I agree with you. I think it's... I think it's entertaining. I've only I only saw it just the once a couple of weeks ago. So maybe it gets better or worse. I don't know, but I enjoy it. I agree. Thank you. Right. Hold on. Uh, I'm
0: sorry, there's an ambulance going by my house for some reason. Probably not a good reason,
2: but Well, I can't imagine. downtown. Court before, yeah. Um free sale. Free free food. Um What do you think about I think the thing that i didn't i really didn't know about uh newt dies
1: yeah
0: it's dumb they ugh, that's the one thing i really don't like about these movies is that they just they introduce two really really great characters and aliens and then just fucking kill them mm-hmm. the second they get there before the movie even starts
2: right but i mean i don't know any other franchise that has done that really that's kind of ballsy but well, it's
0: super ballsy but it didn't work out in their favor this time
2: no it's um it was probably done for the wrong reasons um i can afford the actors yeah or they're just like well we want to do something different because like i don't i don't really i don't think that we people should criticize a movie be like oh well or either criticize a movie or give it leniency because of studio interference like i don't think that matters it it matters the movie matters it's how good is the movie um, so I really don't, I don't care that Fincher got a bunch of, like, his vision didn't come to fruition, and the studio was meddling, and blah, 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 I really don't care. I judge it on the movie, I think the movie's fine, enjoyed it, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna rewatch it, but, it exists, and it doesn't really offend me.
0: Alien Resurrection, on the other hand, or, I'll give it a grade, that movie's a, a 7 for me.
2: Yeah, I'll go 6. Alien 3's. It's okay.
0: Um, now, Alien Resurrection, on the other hand, the movie's actual garbage. 1997 was not a good year for movies. Mm. Can we agree for that?
2: Well, I think... Didn't Toy Story 2 come out then? I thought it was Toy Story... Probably came out in 1999. No, I think you're right. Yeah, I always get that mixed up. And so the highest grossing movie of 1997 was Titanic. But the second highest was Jurassic Park The Lost World. The best movie ever made. Ooh, you mean Tomorrow Never Dies was that year too? Wow, it's so refreshing to look at a highest-grossing films list and have not all of them be sequels. Like as good as it gets is the sixth highest-grossing movie of that year, and it finished with a million dollars underneath Air Force One. <laughs> wow, so that's something else. Uh, so yeah,
0: Alien Resurrection. The acting's bad. The story's bad. The uh, special effects are actually really, really good. Yeah. Um, well, what else do I got for you? Uh, the monster design for the most part is pretty cool. That scene where she goes and sees all of her dead clones is actually really, really cool.
2: Yeah, practical effects are fucking good.
0: Um, I love but it. But then at the same time, you have the. So, <clears throat> the idea behind Alien Resurrection is that Ripley dies in the end of, uh, three. Mm hmm. And they use her DNA that they had for some reason to bring her back to life.
2: Wait, I have and... your DNA. Is that is that weird? No. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I, you want a clone for uh, the podcast, I understand.
2: No, well, that and other things. Other reasons. I mean, we also are just... You think I'm going litter... to do my own laundry? Are you kidding me? Yeah,
0: look at that. Whoa, God, where was I? Oh, they bring her back to life, but... What is she? There's six others that... Go wrong. Didn't quite, uh... Make it. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Just... It's kind of gross. It's a really cool scene. There's a bunch of human-alien hybrids.
1: Yeah. But in the end,
0: they, uh, come up with one... Oh, because... Oh, I forgot to mention that, uh... It's my second
2: favorite kill-me scene from the series, by the way. Kill me. Yeah.
0: The alien... Or, uh... In Alien Three, Ripley is impregnated with a chestburster. That's the Queen chestburster. So they bring her back to life so they can get the Queen out of her chest and start weaponizing the aliens or whatever the bullshit reason is. Probably where I was going. Oh, so that alien queen also has some human DNA in it and gives birth to an abomination.
2: Oh, we're in resurrection already? Oh damn. Yeah.
0: I'm not talking about
2: alien three. Oh yeah. I get confused. They kind of run together, but uh, no, the scene when the baby's born is kind of awesome though. It's, it is. It's super cool, but the thing is disgusting. Oh yeah. It's so gross, but it gives, but it causes a reaction. Like it's not, you you can't look at that and be passive about it. You know, you're either disgusted or just fascinated that something like that could exist. Basically. (laughs) It's like wow, what a society! Um, No, people people criticize that part of it a lot. Like they're like, oh, the stupid half xenomorph baby thing. Fuck it, it's stupid. I think it's kind of cool. Like it's so, it is the idea. The the idea is cool,
0: but they could have done it better. They could have made something.
2: uh... See, I I think that idea, and I hope I I'm worried that Alien Covenant's going to do this. I think. Well, I know it's going to do it a little bit, kind of, but I don't. I'm not sure. Um, I just think the idea—it's like, of course you're going to want to blend. Like, oh, what if we morph the xenomorph and the human? I think that's kind of dumb, but I do like what they did with this. I like, I like how weird it is, and it just as soon as it's born, it turns on its mother and kills her. Oh, instantly. And then, but it recognizes, it like, even though it's a little bit of both, it still recognizes Ripley as its mother. You know, I just, I think that's a really cool idea uh and it's and it's shot in a way that like like it is like a nightmare and I think I think that's what that's maybe I should have mentioned that earlier that's one of the things I don't like as much about um aliens that I do about some of the other ones is that they have this kind of this haze and this like everything's just a little bit off and that makes it feel like a dream, or a, like a night, but rather a nightmare gone gone wrong. And I think Alien Resurrection is one of those. Like I, I've had this kind of a dream before. I feel like I've had, I've had this sort of experience. And yeah, uh-huh. you, know, you can criticize a lot about this movie. Winona Ryder's character sucks and makes no sense. But it, this is a movie that it's a lot about the mood. Like I, it's going back to a movie I saw last night, The Circle. People are shitting on it, but I liked it because of of the mood that it made. And there's this, there's what's going on, and then what is also not going on. It's kind of just it's showing those two sides of the action and the reaction, and I like it. I like that about it. And the ending is completely insane and ridiculous, but I kind of loved it when you see the thing die. Oh my god!
0: So as I said, a staple of the uh, alien movies is that the alien gets sucked out into space at the end happens in alien alien aliens and alien resurrection because it technically kind of happens in adp if you want to be a dick about it but
2: yeah
0: uh, are we talking about those
2: movies too mm, no we might we'll skip those we'll skip those until
0: we talk about predator like they're obviously great they're you the know. best movies ever made they're the best movies in the franchise at least basically shit what was i we're only half
2: about? kidding by the way <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell
0: you the, the most unsettling thing about the newborn alien, which is what that's called, in case you were wondering.
2: Oh, no, I didn't. Is, well,
0: uh, I was wondering, but I didn't know. It's Yeah, it's the newborn alien, and it is... It's his eyes. Yeah. That's probably the most unsettling thing about it. I mean, its body is kind of goofy-looking. It's, um... Just generally kind of gross. And... I, I, oh, how it dies. It, it probably has the best death in any
2: alien movie. It, it just, like, the thing, the shot that I like the most, and the one that, like, weirds me out, is when it gets, when it first gets sucked into the win, into the window, and, like, a part of it is on that little hole, and you just see it, like, bubbling up, like it's about to burst, and then it just does, and it gives way uh-huh. like, imagine but what no, that the, must the feel like.
0: Time, yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole time, the, uh... The guy, the, the fucking newborn, is just... Oh, he's crying to his mom the entire time.
1: You it's realize so, that, right?
0: Yes, I do.
2: And that's... Uh, I was like, this is insane. This is so... Just crazy. And and we're just going to toss this aside just because there's some stupid moments. But like this scene is horrific and one of the most unsettling things I've ever seen in a horror movie. You know? I would
0: agree.
2: Oh man, it it really does get under my skin, it really does, and just, my, but the 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 moment of that whole sequence that really gets me is when the thing stops when it's like it's gone so far and so much has been pulled out of it that it just can't, it just basically dies, and it's right before like the it's right before you just see its skull get pulled out. Oh yeah. It's like oh my god, it's messed up. Yeah, there's just there's a lot there. And I, I'm glad that they the, went that route. That
0: movie has a lot of uh, potential. Had a lot of potential, but you know, kind of like, fucked it up. But
2: you know, right. Part of it is the whole, well, this is a, you know, this is a morph more between a human and an alien. What does that mean? What is it going to do? But the whole motherly and the familial aspect of it, it's just, it's really fascinating. I kind of like it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I see what you're saying.
2: It's apparently This movie opinion.
0: this movie had a lot of uh, studio trouble too, apparently.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't read much about that.
0: But I know, I once said on Reddit that Alien Resurrection wasn't that good and
2: some guy ringed me out. Oh my gosh.
0: You don't know all the problems Wait, that it went through. Was that on
2: was that on R slash the Donald or
0: Yeah, no, it was on R slash movies. Oh. <laughs> I don't go to that cancer spot on R slash the Donald.
2: It's fascinating. Um, no, I'm not, not. I'm not a ride or die of this movie. Like, I don't really feel like if somebody wants to be like, you're stupid for liking this and it sucks. I'll be like, okay, sure. You have a point, but I enjoy it. I think it's cool. I think it's, it's not, it's nothing I've ever seen before. And like I said, I don't, the narrative has already been severely corrupted with alien three. So I really don't like, I don't really care. You can do whatever you want. Just make it something I'm going to be glad I saw And be interested in seeing it through, and they did. So, like, what? I don't. I don't know what a perfect alien series would look like if they had been left alone. Maybe it would have been better, but like, if you just if you live your life thinking about like what what could have happened, like you'll just go mad. And yeah, it's like, what do we have? Okay, we have Alien Resurrection. Well, I appreciate it for yeah, I appreciate it for what it is. They tried. Yeah. you can't say that about all, a lot of movies, but they sure went for it. <laughs> so, what grade would you give it? Uh, five. Yeah, five. I'll, I'll go. I'll go five and a half. I think it's. I think it's good. I, I I'll watch it again. I think I'm I'm probably more likely to watch this than I am Alien Three. To be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> well, you had fun
0: watching it. I yeah, I did. It. Like it's the same reason you like to watch Batman and Robin. Yeah.
2: Well, I I, par- I say that mostly just to piss Josh off. To not device. Josh,
0: but still, it's the same concept. Yeah.
2: So, slight change of plans. So we are going to be picking this conversation back up in just a couple of weeks when Alien Covenant comes out to finish up our conversation. We'll chat a little bit about Prometheus because I, I feel so like sad. I need to revisit I, that one more time before. I, I, I hope really you. Know
0: I, I hope at least one of you guys likes that movie because I do. I like that movie a lot.
2: It's it's my second favorite alien movie. Spoiler alert! Whoa! It is, and we'll get into that uh, at a later date. But you want to do a watching, reading, listening to real quick?
0: Um, it's the same. I think I've been uh, watching Wing. the West Wing. Where are you at now? I'm on season seven. Whoa! Episode three. I'm almost done. Oh my god, you're fast. Um. Yeah, I don't fuck around. Shit. <laughs> that I'm rewatching. I'm apparently I'm on a political kick right now because I'm rewatching uh, House of Cards as well. Nice, nice,
2: nice, nice. Just good. That show's really good. Did you ever watch that? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all. I I skipped around a little bit. Like I kind of skipped all of season three, for the most part. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. But I'm all caught up. So I'm ready to. I'm ready for the new season. And I'm. I can't wait to see what they decide to do. Like, I don't think this is going to be very reactionary to the current political climate because their narrative is going in a very particular kind of certain yeah, direction. Yeah, but... yeah. They,
0: they, they had it, um... They knew what they were doing before.
2: Yeah, but I, I am I'm curious to see... Because, like, there's no way that nothing comes about. Like, it's just... That's not possible they can make that amidst a, an actual election and not have anything bleed into it. Like, I would love nothing more than to see a proper... Um, Frank Underwood debate, like a oh my god, I'd Or Frank Underwood on election day, or like feeling the strain. Who do you think? Who do
0: you think happened. would win in a debate? Like, just uh, do you think Jed Bartlett or Frank Underwood? Oh,
2: man, who's who's writing it?
0: <laughs> okay, we got Toby and Sam versus whoever writes. Uh,
2: no, 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 I mean like Sorkin. Oh no, Aaron or... Sorkin.
0: Aaron Sorkin oh, writing shit. for Jed, and then the writers of. I don't know. Let's have them write both. I don't give a shit.
2: Yeah. Like, Sorkin in, in an ideological battle. I mean, they're both Democrats, so that would be more of a primary debate, but who'd win a yeah. debate? Shit. I'd probably give it. Probably Jed. I think I think Frank would. I honestly really? do. Like, he's so conniving that he kind of... His whole thing is he lulls people into security with his southern drawl, and then he just goes in for the kill when they least Ruins expect them. it. Oh, yeah. it's so rough. It is. It gets... So I'll I'll go I'll, I think Frank would come out on top because I think he'd frazzle Jed a little bit, but Impossible. I love Jed Jed Bartlett's one he's a good guy,
0: he's best POTUS. TBA. I would say he's probably the best television president we've ever had.
2: Oh yeah, obviously best movie president. I know people are like Air Force One, Harrison Ford. Blah, blah. Shut up, it's Jed Bartlett. Just he's not second. a very president.
0: No, Harrison Ford's not very presidential. Let's get serious for a second.
2: No, I mean he's just he's a goon. Um, by the way, did you ever see? Um, the American president? No. It's like, it basically is the precursor, it's like the unofficial prequel to the West Wing, which, it was, it was like a, it was a movie that Aaron Sorkin made about the presidency well before, a couple years before, at least, uh, at least before the West Wing. And, um, Michael Douglas was the president. Really? And I was, love it. But the funny thing is, Martin Freeman was, played his chief of staff. And I was like, what? So if, if you're if you're done with the West Wing and you're feeling the urge to revisit the good old Sorkin days, I highly recommend that. It's very good. It's, I, can't, it's, I can't get enough of that fucking guy. It's much more of a rom-com than it is, like, West Wing, but it's it's still so fucking entertaining. It's I'll have to give that a go. Yeah. I mean, it's... Like, it's, I didn't know. He actually Sorkin. wrote
0: A Few Good Men. I didn't know. I thought he might have just done the screenplay, but... Nope. He wrote the play. I yeah, think was, that's amazing.
2: It was based off of uh, his sister. I, be, I think they were like talking on the phone or whatever, and she mentioned because she was uh whatever they are in that movie, uh, like a lawyer or something like that. And she was talking to him about, it, and he's like, "Oh, I should turn that into a script." And he did, and that was his first thing he sold. It was the best
0: thing, bro. I I would argue that that's his best work. Maybe Steve Jobs,
2: Oof. but I haven't seen a few good men in a while. I actually I saw that movie before I knew who Aaron Sorkin was, so. That was weird, uh, so I gotta revisit it. But I, 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 think The Social Network is both. I think that's the thing that both he and Fincher are gonna go down for. Like that's the first line of their obituary. Like the No, I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen
0: The Social Network since it was in theaters.
2: Oh, uh, it's so good. It might. It's one of the best movies ever made. It really wow. is. Wow. Like it words. Fucking David Fincher. Ugh. Oh. I, I love that he might be doing World War Z. That's so good. Cool. I don't. Ugh. I, well, did those uh,
0: Did those screenshots ever get posted to our Twitter?
2: They did. They did. You were real. You were real shook. But I'm ex- I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um. Yeah. So you're in a political kick. I've not because of you. I've been revisiting some of the West Wing. So I'm on a similar. But I just I'm kind of jumping around. So a so It is
0: so good. So good. Like Jimmy Smits is really good in that show too.
2: Yeah. I can't he is. I, I
0: only think of him as Bail Organa, but
2: his convention really speech killed me. I love that whole setup Uh-oh. of I think that that was like of Jed, he's sort of expecting him to fall into line and then Jimmy Smits is like, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna tell <laughs> I'm gonna tell like it is, and Jed's like, alright and then he maneuvers his way into the nomination. I love that. That was
0: oh, so good. I didn't liking, like that uh... Al Al Bundy tried to uh take the nomination.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Randomly at the last second. Love it. Uh, how are you liking, uh, what's his name? Hawkeye, Alan Alda.
0: Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. I love his voice. No, <laughs> me too. I would, I, I might vote, I might've voted for him. Mm-hmm. If I didn't know about behind the scenes.
1: He's a high class guy. Uh,
0: plus, uh, Jimmy Smits doesn't like teachers that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I kind of,
2: uh. Well, he does get. That's how he gets the votes, is the teacher's. Yeah, movie. he he
0: convinces him. Hmm. It's, well, the no, it's the no tenure thing. But yeah. yeah, it's good. Highly suggest it. Did you watch any movies?
2: Uh, yeah, I saw a couple. Did I already talk are I about Free Fire? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you talked I'm about it last about. week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess the thing I've been talking about a little bit is The Circle. Um. So it's real good. Like it. Liked it. Uh, ignore the. I don't know, listen to what you want, read what you want, but it's just... See the movie for yourself before you condemn it. Like that's just... I'm gonna see it. I'll see it this week. Like, here, let me read you a comment that I saw on Letterboxd the other day that made me want to jump off a bridge. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Josh did a, a ranked James Horner on Letterboxd, and I commented, he dead. I'm such a jerk. Oh, wow. Uh, da da da, da, da. Oh, shit. Hmm. Never. Well, it was. Ba- it was so many basically saying, "I haven't seen it, but this movie fucking sucks." And blah 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 blah. I was just like, "Oh no, please stop." You hurt me. Yeah. You hurt me emotionally. Yeah, whatever. I can't believe you've done this. I don't know. I, there's so many things about like online movie people that I just. I hate I hate them so much. They're the worst. They care so much about people's ratings. <laughs> like if you if you ever wanna if you wanna entertain yourself, look at David Ehrlich's um, reviews, especially for superhero movies. And people like, but you gave blah 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 a four out of five, and he's like, if it helps you sleep at night and all that stuff, it's great. He's so salty. Um, but I did. I, so yeah, I saw the circle. Really dug it. Other than that, uh, I don't know, I've been watching a lot of Family Guy. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> It's calming. I watch it at night sometimes when I go to bed, and yeah, pretty keeping a pretty low profile. Um, so yeah, next week, Guardians, in oh boy. the galaxy, doo doo doo. And I have been saved. I they released the soundtrack, like the track, the set list for the soundtrack. And yeah, been, I don't know what it is yet. I haven't seen it. I've been. I know some of the songs, and it's just really good. I I've been humming Fox on the Run ever since it was in the first trailer. So, I I know he's going to hit it out of the park. Who, who knows what what the movie will bring, but at least the soundtrack's going to be dope as hell. So, yes. Um Let's see. So, yeah. Wonder Woman's also creeping up, but these next few weeks are going to be a lot of fun and oh good, right before Alien Covenant, we have to talk about King Arthur. Just and me. Fuck that. Do we have to it's gonna be so bad that I feel like I need to. Uh, and yes, it's gonna be bad. There's, I, there's no chance this is a legitimately good movie. I might, I, I feel, might like it. I feel it. bad. Josh isn't here to defend himself, but this movie's gonna suck. So oh, it's gonna be fun. No, it's King Arthur. We <laughs> should, we should demand better from our content, especially when it's something that's this awesome. Ah, whatever. Uh, any final thoughts, my dude? I not watch Alien. Yeah, seriously, it makes me want to. Whenever I, whenever I think about the movie, it's like, what if I, what if I just watched it, like tonight? <laughs> what if I just watched it? Oh, by the way, I exploded to see you guys via text, but I did not know that Alien Day was a thing, that they were showing the movie in R P X Regal Cinemas, and I missed it. And there was a showing like five minutes away from me, and I, I'm so upset. Like I don't, I can't, I can't remember. How the I wanted, I opposite. wanted
0: to go so bad, but I was working, so I couldn't.
2: Life's not fair life is yeah. not. But that's that gives me all the more motivation to work hard so I can afford a home theater. I don't know. All right. That just makes me
0: want to get a job where I can Make a lot of not wish. work on Tuesday night or Thursday
2: nights. Yeah, that's true. Hell well. All right. Any final thoughts? Any nope. Qualms, I'm good no? to go. All right. At, follow us at NuderschoolReflex on the Twitter. Be sure to leave an iTunes review and until next time, Cody, take it easy. Later. Rhyme. hurry up with my damn croissants i am a god i am a god